Hey everybody, we're back. Assholes and Headphones Podcast. We've been away for a while, but the, here it is. Episode 11. I yep. forgot who we're talking about. Well, this week I picked the band Bill Murray. Ah, uh, yes. Album Pasteurized Milk, and you gave me... Kublai Khan. The newest album, an EP called The Lowest Form of Animal. Buckle so, up, take your melatonin. Yeah, buckle up, because you're going to get kicked in the face, and then you're going to go for a nappy nap. Sit back and relax. So you... Yeah. Take a swing at me! Give it! Do you have a minute to hear a word from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> the Church uh, of the Con. Jesus. That is the like lightest song you're going to hear on this entire episode. Yeah. No. <laughs> Psych. Psych. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was crazy. Kublai Khan. Kublai Khan. The TX. lowest form of animal. Yeah, TX. They're from Texas. Don't confuse them with the... Uh, the dumbasses from. Uh, I think there's another band called Minnesota. Kubikon. Is that is that yeah. what they are? An '80s uh, thrash metal band from Minnesota. Huh. So. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that. But it's Kublai Khan with two Ks. And the name is derived from an ancient Greek um, dude that owns Andes on Washington Boulevard. North. That gives you heartburn with his food. Yeah. No. This is brought to you by them. I it's loaded a, up on Tums before we yeah. started. You know you're getting old. It's like I need two Keystone Lights <laughs> and a handful of Tums, and I'll be just fine. <laughs> this is how I know I'm going to die young. Greek it's food. not the stomach acid that hurts me. I swear to God, it's not. Yeah, the, the Keystone's <laughs> actually like milk for me. Jesus. Uh, so the 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 Kubla guy, Kublai, Kublai Khan. I'm going to pronounce it wrong the whole time. Okay, Kublai. Kublai He's a guy. Mongol. He was the founder of the Yuan Dynasty of China and the fifth Kongan Emperor of the Mongol Empire from 1260 to 1294. Which he was like in that year, in that age, like a hundred years old. He died. Probably. Then. He's actually he's the grand to to put it in other perspective. He's the grandson of Genghis Khan. Mm. So everybody okay. knows who Genghis Khan was. So he's the grandson of Genghis Khan. The founder of the dynasty in the 13th century. He's the first Mongol to rule over China when he conquered the Song Dynasty of Southern China in 1279. All right. <clears throat> so he's a powerful guy. And then this band decided to name themselves after him. And this band feels like a parking lot beatdown. <laughs> By Every curb. single song. <laughs> yeah, it's intense. And I f you start getting the hardcore face the whole time you're listening to it. You can't help it. You're like, just... just just stank face. Um, the first song, Swan, Swan Song, has uh, Scott Vogel on it. And I didn't know the name Scott Vogel, but I knew right away that's fucking Terror Guy. And it is. Scott okay. Vogel is the singer for Terror. So, which which was weird to me because I, I, don't, I can't normally, a lot of those hardcore bands, they get that like tough guy growl and the tough guy sing and it all just sounds fucking like tough guy. It's all the yeah. same shit. Which tough guy am I listening right. to? But for some reason, I was like, yeah, that's terror. Well, and I thought the lead singer of the band was Corey Taylor. <laughs> Corey Taylor does hardcore. <laughs> I don't know if Corey Taylor would do this kind of hardcore. 
I I know that it's not that spot on for his voice, and that this voice is the lyric. You know, this style is not that far off from other hardcore. Right. But it just every time I listen to it, I'm like, it's Slipknot do you does hear hardcore. Corey Taylor? I do. I don't huh. know why. That's just I don't hear it at all. Nothing. No. So, but I you know, I listen to I a think lot I probably of Slipknot. Listen, I listen to probably a lot more Madball and Terror and well, do you listen to that that shit? No, I don't. I know so, of Terror, obviously. You fucking hate Slipknot, though. You know, and... I'm going to change my next album. Oh, God. Slipknot. You give me... <laughs> it's kidding. the fucking masks. Oh, that's what it is? It's all the presentation? I've listened to it a little bit, because we were talking about Slipknot at some point. And I was yeah. like, why don't I like... Everybody likes Slipknot. Yeah. I just... It's the masks. I knew a kid that liked Slipknot when I was... First joined the military, mm-hmm. you know, late teens. He was a dork. Like the biggest <laughs> dork, and he just loved Slipknot. He loved everything about the masks and the yeah. dress up. And I was like, I hate these guys because you like them. Yeah, and it's weird how you tie that to people you know, and you're like, nope, fuck it. Yeah, and don't Not get me wrong, I liked the kid. Yeah, uh, we were friends. He, but th- he was a dork, <laughs> and I was the dork trying to not be a dork. Right. So, like, I'm trying to be cool, guy. Yeah, can't you know, like the shit you like. I listen to hardcore music, like, like MXPX and. <laughs> Blink one eighty two and some forty one. Oh fuck! I did listen to Guttermouth the other day. Ooh, <laughs> it was it was uh it was super nostalgic. But god damn it, I had some shitty taste. Like that that one that one album's great though. But anyway, <laughs> let's not get a fucking side sidetrack here. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, Kubla Khan. This uh, album's called Lowest Form of Animal. It's an EP that came out this year, twenty twenty two. I think it's only like a month or two old. And it's fucking great. The whole album's only five songs, and Four- it's fourteen minutes long, right? Yeah, it's a it's a quick read. Yeah, super quick. But it doesn't just because it's that fast. It's gonna leave you like more exhausted in five songs <laughs> than listening to the box set of Tool's live album, right? Because you're, you know, that's gonna take you a day. This is gonna take you fourteen minutes, and you'll probably be sweatier. I like that I can I uh, listening to this for the podcast. I could get through the whole album before I got to work. Right, and I live really close to work. <laughs> and so. by the time you got to work, you got shit done. I did. You were just like pumped. I was gonna get a Red Bull. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. I'll mm-hmm. just listen to this and drink like a downer. <laughs> <laughs> took a Valium. <laughs> took a Valium. Take the edge to off when Kubla I got to work. Khan, I'm okay, so I don't throw up when I get out of the car. It, it it's it's super good and. Uh, I have to say, the drumming, total standout on the album. I don't know that it's particular, particularly, that's a word I can't say. That's, <laughs> we just learned something. Had three sips of one keystone. <laughs> uh, it's not like it's that crazy or anything, but it, for, I don't know if it's the mix or just what it is, but the drumming on this is like, boom. It's just in my face every time I listen to it, and I love it. That's the, that's the one thing I liked about these guys, that they have this way of, they're, they have like metal and hardcore and they've found a way to put them together that doesn't necessarily sound like either one of those things. Exactly. It's, but it's not metal core either. I wouldn't put it there. Not either. at all. It's just like there's, there's absolutely no cleans on this. There's no, and I didn't want any, no, you don't, you don't want any. There's no, there's no time to, no time to rest on this motherfucker. I would like to say that I also <clears throat> like that they did the little voiceover stuff at the end, the little clips, the audio. Yeah. You know, like the ex-hooker who's getting her life together at yeah. the end of uh, Swan Song. 
Um, and I, I mean that. So that uh, first song, Swan Song. It's a kind of a, a testament and a story, a, a song about the, you know, the the sexual abuse that um, women go through, or I guess you could say men too, but mainly I think he's talking about women. You know, that end up in prostitution and things like that, and how you end up. Uh, it's all a, it's a vicious cycle of being abused as a child, and then ending up having these distorted realities of what you consider love and things like that or what you consider important and what you have and what you can use and your own personal self-esteem. And um, that idea is not often reflected in this like heavy, mean, tough guy shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's not often uh, spoken for, uh, you know, these, that group of people is not often stood up and represented for. And I think, Although he's touching on some fucking horrific shit that happens here. I mean, he talks about seeing a casket covered in flies. Yeah. You know, like the embalming job was bad. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrible shit. And, uh, you know, being molested or raped at, at a young age. And then having to grow up and make something of yourself and live some, somehow. You know what I mean? Uh, that opening vocal parties. He's saying, like, I see you, I hear you, like, I, I, I understand it, you're not alone. And I think it's at, like, the 28-second mark that thing stops, and he just says, God damn, and then the music kicks in, and it's fucking chilling. Something about, like, to all, to all the ladies out there, I see you tonight. You're seeing, realizing it, you can be better. Yeah, and then, like you said, at the end, uh, it's a whole, I mean, that's a long, that's a long vocal little snippet at the end there talking about, you know, she's talking about realizing what she has and not being ashamed of the past that she had, like what she did to, to get through, and now knowing that she's worth more. <clears throat> Or knowing now what she's worth and not being ashamed of where she was. So it's a, it's a huge step, I think, for any person. I mean, the, talking about a prostitution or a prostitute and, and the whole idea of prostitution or the idea of coming out of some sort of horrific thing, like being abused or something like that, um, being able to come out of that and be a better person and even look at yourself from the perspective that she's talking about is fucking amazing you know so i bet most people don't even get to that point of no. self-actualization you know you just drink it away or you that's what i was gonna say i think you get to that point you where you're you're so fucked up yeah. you're beyond your own salvation mm -hmm. so it's it's interesting to me how this kind of music and this song specifically is talking about some really heavy shit but uh, it's an empowering song as far as like my first Yeah, it's not like a cynical view of it. It's more of a... No, my first impression was like, look, like I see you. You did it. You're coming out of it. You're still strong. Like take back your life um, and don't let what happened to you define you. You know, just be stronger. And the music it just makes you feel strong. 
Makes you oh, feel yeah. like, yeah, I could fucking throw a car if I wanted to. It's like when you walked out of the movie theater after seeing 300 <laughs> for the first time. You're like, am I those guys? Like I walk out, you saw 300 and you walk out, you're like, yeah, I could Spartan kick that truck across the fucking <laughs> parking lot. I could do that shit right the, now. Those four you guys know? over on the corner are eyeballing yeah, I me. fuck them up. I got a shoelace <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it makes you feel makes you feel strong. So they did a great job on that one. That's for sure. Here's that audio, a little snippet of how it ends. I learned that I'm worthy, and just because I have something, I don't have to use it as a tool, meaning my tits, my ass, and my pussy, that I can come higher with my brain. I've learned that a real person, you do not have to take shame for anything that you do when you did it for a means to an end. And I've learned to not be ashamed of anything that I've done. And that my todays and my yesterdays, they can be my business, but I can share with the world. Don't be ashamed of it. That's, I think, what a lot of that, what it is, is like getting over the shame that like, well, our society, mainly the Christianization of society, turning sex into an evil thing. Uh, it turns into a shame thing and it brings more harm than good. Yeah. And the, and the, the shame alone is what keeps people from reaching that point of realizing where they're at. So, which is weird yeah. because I didn't intentionally start this podcast with a Christian remark, but we came full circle right there. Do you have a moment to talk to our oh, Lord Savior? Jesus, that's weird. Huh? Total coincidence. Wait a minute. My you prophet, were, you were just regurgitating what you did in your, 18th year of life. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your mouth. You're the devil. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I don't think... like you. I'm, I'm probably beating a dead horse, but you like the hardcore, you just don't expect it. Yeah, and you don't. But the, like the more people you meet in the hardcore scene that are actually like listening to hardcore, they're some of the most loving, caring people that care right. about that type of thing. Um, like it's, it's amazing to me. Like it... So much more, I don't want to say more than metal, but like more, the just, hardcore scene has a lot more family oriented, like positivity to it than a lot of other scenes. You know what I mean? Which might just stem from, you know, the straight edge scene being a hardcore born, mm-hmm. you know, and there, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of, a lot of their beliefs align with, you yeah. know, others. Yeah. Well, simultaneously kicking the shit out of others, which, you know. Gotta you know, do, gotta do. Yeah, nothing's, <laughs> there's always problems. There's <laughs> always problems, whether uh, it be whatever. But I do like that Loyal to None, the next track, just goes right back to typical hardcore shit. <laughs> Loyalty, fucking just boom, boom, yeah. boom. Just, but again, it's like, um, I put like the 50 second mark says it's like, it jogs into this classic, chuggy, solid, just hardcore groove. Like if you if you listen to that kind of music and you hear this thing, you'd be like, "Oh, this is I'm fucking in it." <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the stuff. This is it. Ooh. Yeah. And then the little Zach Wild, as I call yeah, it, it's a little squeal. I don't know why. Why? Is that? Yeah, that sounds like fucking all of them. Madball, terror, <laughs> everything. Like. Which I heard uh, that punk rock NBA that I've referenced several times. Yeah. He, he's a big hardcore guy. I think that's where he mostly aligns. 
and he kind of made the point that like you know it all kind of sounds the same a lot of times and you got to just fucking step out of it for a minute uh-huh. like yeah it's very, but any genre let's be honest is like yeah that. it's very much like the punk rock scene i think though where you know it, it gets it doesn't get that technical it doesn't get that crazy there's so much more anchored in the message of what they're saying that they're okay with just going back to that fucking chuggy little thing here right what's gonna work with these lyrics how about the classic one two three four one two three four <laughs> got it do it right yeah you we guys make some people dance around stay fired up it's a filler song fucking got it i want to see some blood in that pit but there's still those um the thing that got me with hardcore er- earlier on you know when you're when me, when I was just being young and emotional and shit, you know, you, you got that, try to get that hard skin or whatever. Uh, there's a line that says, through the agony of deceit, I refuse to let you get the best of me. Through the, t- through the troubled times, I find peace. So it's kind of like, you can't do shit. You can go ahead and fuck with me. I'm going to be fine. You know what I mean? Which I love. But it's also (laughs) a little bit cheesy. It is very cheesy, but because you hear it so much, but again, when you put it into this context and in that scene, I mean, there's not many other ways you can say that, but I guarantee if you're into this thing and you're at the show and they're singing that part of you, Oh fuck. The cheese just went out the window when oh, you hear that live. It's not cheesy at all. This is the word of God at this point. <laughs> and if anybody touches you wrong, you will break their fucking face open. Windmill you know kick. I mean? Windmill yeah. kick coming your way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, is, is the, is it the drop tune or are they just know. that tight? I don't know. That well, makes I, them. I know they're that tight. Have, did you listen? Have you listened to any of their other albums? I didn't. They're, they're an amazing band. Well, they're, I, they're, I, tight like they're just they're that good and they've been around for a decade uh-huh yeah well, they they really are that good but i don't know how i never heard of them at all until my buddy alex was the first one to mention it before huh. the podcast um and he, he i don't know yeah there's been quite a few of their albums that really like spiked and you heard of them from back then yeah yeah okay. i've been listening to them for a minute they weren't like like i've never bought a t-shirt or anything right but I don't. I never really got that heavy into the hardcore, strict hardcore scene. But I, I really like these guys a little bit more just because they had that. It's like a chuggier metal kind of. I don't know. If, like you said, drop tune. Maybe it's lower. I There's think that. I think it's a drop tune like, or something because it is. I mean, his voice is very just fucking hardcore to the point that. And I, so, everything I read on the <clears throat> internet kind of referenced his voice. How it's just yeah. like universally loved in the hardcore scene for yeah. just being solid. Mm-hmm. Like just his vocal presence is far and above all these other bands. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a brick. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> or like a concrete wall. How, I don't, I want to know, face. like you gotta just be born with it. You can't just learn that kind of fucking vocal shit. No, you gotta either no, have it that, or you don't have it. Yeah. This type of thing is, I mean, I'm sure you work at it and you refine the growl or you refine whatever it is that you got that's working. But no, especially with this kind of music, like they're not taking vocal lessons for no. a specific thing. If it's not an honest voice, then the crowd don't want to fucking hear it. No, you know, it's <laughs> we're not here for a performance. We're here <laughs> for you to rip your fucking heart out of your chest. 
you know, like, and that's shit. why I think I like him. I'm yeah. like, I really believe I'm buying what he's selling. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, you know, pain. Yes. Yeah. Give like, me a little bit. I don't, of, I don't think you're here trying to sell anything. Actually. I hear you think you're here doing it. And I just want to give you a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm part of your team, bud. <laughs> and his pain is so good. Cause it's not really like pain, like agony. It's pain like I'm gonna inflict pain, right? If you fucking don't listen, it's a it's a warning. It's a warn, yeah. It's, it's a, a warning, warning shot. It's a warning to everybody around, but it, I think also it's used as kind of like a. It's definitely a shield for your own, you know, insecurities or something that had happened to you that you're coming above, like rising above, and you're revisiting this thing to remind yourself, like, nah, not gonna happen again. <laughs> I dig it. Not gonna happen again. So the the next one, Taipan, I mean, it's the fastest track on there. It's like, what, a minute long or some shit like that? That one is a minute and 12 seconds long. Fuck. She's a long one. She's a long one. Those drums. Again, the drums. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just so solid. Mixed perfectly. They're just got too much. Even in the headphones, it's not like too much, no. too tingy or anything like that. Hardcore, hardcore drumming in general is is good in a sense that it's just so rith- like it's a solid rhythm. Like there's you get into like gent and metal, and sometimes and the drums are all like a little bit all over the place. With with hardcore, it's like driving forward, and it never stops driving forward. Mm-hmm. Just boom, 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 boom. Like boom. when I stop doing this, it means the song is over. Yeah, there's no <laughs> break. We're you just suck it up, take the D. Take the D. I'm giving you the D. <laughs> Just take it. It's good. Don't worry. It's only going to last 14 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long 14 sec- seconds of uh, anal sex. <laughs> Your butt's hurting. In a good way. Your body will respond. Resentment, I think, is the standout. These, this one's going to be on their live playlist for a long time. That's the one we opened with. Yeah. The take a swing at me one. Take a swing at me for everything I've done to you. That's, uh, fuck. That's speaking the language of everybody from fucking 14 to 30. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now, I, 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 not to get all totally off track, but do you know the band Gideon? I know of Gideon. I've never really listened to it, and to be honest, it's uh, pure... Uh, what would the word? I don't. I'm. I haven't listened to it because there's a Christian reference, and I don't want to fucking deal with it. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there's a know. book of Gideon or a, oh. Gideon's a a person. You're or like, something. I don't like, want to go down this. It's like a. They're they're definitely a Christian uh, metal band, and oh, as fuck, far you just as, ruined it for as me. As far as I'm concerned, like August Burns Red's the best band that does that ever, always, right, and will be. So I didn't even give Gideon a shot. Well, I don't, maybe I will. I don't really like love them. In <coughs> fact, the the one the song it just reminds me of their song "Bite Down," mm. and it's just uh, I don't know. It's not the same, but it just rem- just that same. Uh, this is Gideon. This is the Gideon. Okay. Of course, I queued it up it too there. soon, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they did have some fucking good chuggy stuff, though that genre they really do it's kind of funny how these christian guys find some really deathly darky <laughs> they stuff. really do 
Well, it's because the Bible is a fucking horrible story. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> They're killing people left and right. Like, There's one man that's trying to do things good, and now everybody's going to suck his dick for it. Like, he's just... Hey, y'all are a little bit violent. Can we just chill the fuck out and love everybody? They're wondering that? why they're fucking uh, ah, people are running from these churches left and right. They're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Shit. No. no. Not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. He does the bite down thing on that. That just kind of makes me think of like the take a swing at me. It's kind of that same. Actually, I think I might have heard that on a radio station. Like when it goes into the radio of some music I yeah, listen to. That's where I found it. Is there like a breakdown where it says like bite down, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, and I it's not bad, that. but it's also, it is kind of one of those songs that you love, hate, mm-hmm. and love isn't a stretch, but you're like listening <laughs> when you're like, yeah, and then you, part of you that you're like, why? You got to just hit the heart on your Spotify, make it go away. <laughs> just it's in, Why is it in my life? Turn the green heart off. Yeah, shut her down. <laughs> shut her down. <laughs> but I don't. I don't know why. But uh, yeah, resentment's fucking it's pretty. A, you, it's undeniable. It's a it's, break your nose in the pit song. You know what I mean? Break, mm-hmm. Roll your ankle, break your nose. It's, uh, that's what it is. We can't break it down any more than that. Yeah, there's not and, a whole and ton di- of complexity. And Dynasty, thing. the last one too, is just more heavy pounding. By the time I get to this point, the I think the end of this song is just a lot of like, doom, doom, doom. It's not, there's not a lot of drums happening afterwards. There's just a lot of just heavy hits. And I feel like this is where you're just getting punched in the face. You're done. You're laying on the ground. They're just punching you. <laughs> um, was this the one that ends with the rough end drag, doesn't it? Yes. So we'll let the rough end drag. Never drag. heard that saying. Yeah. I fucking love it. <laughs> just let the rough end drag. And they reference it in the what, either the Swan Song or Loyal to None. It's in the lyrics. I think the, yeah, Loyal to None. Um, which is cool. I'm a sucker for that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about that before with other albums. Uh, anytime you do that, I'm I'm into it. A little throwback, a little callback, like a comedy comedy set. Yeah, you know, throw a little callback back That's to another song. That's called callback. <laughs> <laughs> also, huge fan of uh, almost two thirds single word album track names. Track I like names. that. You yeah. do uh, keep them simple. Don't don't get crazy with it. You know. I'd back to back to uh, Swan Song. I didn't mention this. Do you know Do you know what a Swan Song is? I have no idea. Tell me. Like it's a term that's often used. This a swan is, this should is a I swan guess song. Yeah, go ahead. Swan song is uh definitely it's a Chinese proverb. Yes. Oh shut your fucking it's, face. I, you're I'm lying. It's not that. Oh, but fuck. go ahead. <laughs> and um you uh egg rolls. That's God, it. Damn, I love egg rolls. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some spring rolls, maybe. Ryan didn't nice have too. dinner before we did this. He didn't like, go to I did Andy's. have some scatty before I came over here, but I love spring rolls. That shit is good. <laughs> so that's not what a swan that's song is. That's not what a swan song is. A swan song is a term used uh, to describe a final public act or performance before a person's retirement oh. or before your death or whatever. Like you, you're going out. Like if my last tattoo, that's my swan song. Okay. This is it. This is what I do. This is, <clears throat> I'm retiring on this bitch. Now, do you Coming th- from the idea of a swan singing, um, apparently the song of a swan is, there's a story behind it or something. I don't know. And some shit. It's the end of it. Yeah. 
Do you think they did that, like saying, "This could be your last hook"? Yeah, this is your last night on the. I think it is. Like that's a lot lizard. I think that's life like is the, over. This is your swan song. This is this is the song that's going to help you, or meant to show you that the rest of the world sees you for a bigger person than what these uh, men purchasing you uh, or your services see you as, and that you can be more if you want to be more. Yeah. Heavy shit right there. It's heavy shit. Heavy music, heavy context. Content, all, not all context. In five songs, 14 minutes long. So. I, I would say um, if I were to rate it as I do, um, today I'm not going to do boners. Okay. What are you going to do? Because I'm looking out the window and there's cacti out there. I'm going to rate it with cactuses. How many prickly cactuses would I give this album? <laughs> okay. All of them. Because it's like all the listening to a, a badass prickly cactus while slapping someone in the face with a prickly cactus while staring at a flowered prickly cactus. Jesus. All of them. That's good, Pat. Yeah. It's poetic. God, I should have I should have been a writer or should've something. should have recorded that. I'm so good with my words. Well, you did record that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say that I would uh, definitely recommend this album, and I was uh, definitely worried, especially when Alex had told me about it before. Um you know, because Alex can't be trusted. And I know you're listening, Alex, and you can't be trusted sometimes. But, uh, you know, when Ryan said with it too. With music or in general? Pretty much with nothing in his Just life. Just in general. You if can't it, trust Alex at all. If Alex walks up to you and he says anything to you, just get the fuck out of there. Just don't listen to it. He shot his friend in the kneecap the other day. Okay? Blew it clean off. Clean. Knees gone. We can send pictures. Man. Anyway, Alex, no, you were right about this one. I want to give you credit. This one was a banger. Good job, so. Alex. We saw eye to eye on that one. Yeah. You think the lowest form of animal he's talking about is human? Ooh. The album's called Lowest Form of Animal. Yeah. 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 Without a doubt, actually. Mm-hmm. It's we got some are really pieces kinda, of shit. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a virus, a viral type activity for sure. But yeah, the, uh, we didn't talk about the album art. The album art's a landscape of something. Looks like the background is a landscape before anything touches it. And then there's two photos laid over the top of it. One's a casket and a person holding a sign. And the one above it is a statue, like a parking lot. It's like behind with a, a... With a Caprice Classic station wagon. Yeah, Caprice Classic. and It just looks like... It's not... The back of a building, you know, like... When I look, these aren't uplifting photos. No, and I don't <laughs> dislike the album art, but when I look at it, it, um, I just go, I just skip over it. Hmm. I don't know, like when you know when you're scrolling through your albums and just the pictures just kind of showing, yeah, and just looking for that picture that to catch your eye. I'm like, I just, I don't know. There's something about this one that it's not bad. It's just missable. Hmm. That's how I feel about it. It's definitely real, which is what the music is, and those it photos fits are just the. Pure, raw, find it in the city, people. I will say that's what people do. That right. Well, they die and they go in caskets. Well, and they they do that vibe to the beautiful scenery behind it. Okay, you know, see, I didn't really look at it that way. Hmm. Huh. Weird. How could something could be right in front of your face and you're just like? But there's two pictures in front of a big picture, Pat. (laughs) Jeez, man. I. I think they just framed it up with a shitty, like, mountain crop. (laughs) 
thing. Like, let's take this picture of mountains. I'm like looking and just at it for frame the fir- up these other two. I'm looking at it for the first time all over again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Someone hit me with a cactus. Right in the face. Right in the face. fucking face. I want it to have a flower on it. I was picturing just a cartoon just now. You know how they're just like, a what bad? And it gets stuck. And then it's like pulling the. Yeah. Or the dogs. The dogs. It's Instagram, always the dogs. It's always like, yeah. And they have to deal with that. Oh, those poor fuckers. They're just following their animal instinct, you know? It's not their fault. I feel for them. Yeah, but, um, you know, I like to kill them on the weekends for fun. Dogs? Yeah. Just in general. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You don't like dogs? When's the last time Do you somebody- like dogs? Dogs? <laughs> Do you like dogs? I like hat dogs. <laughs> oh, hat dogs. Yeah, sorry. Fucking That's what I meant by dogs. killing. I'd be crushing hot dogs on the weekend. Oh, yeah, he eats a lot of them. No, nobody who ever killed animals ended up being a serial killer ever. Don't worry about that. No, that's actually a... <laughs> oh, is that how it works? I think that's a step, isn't it? Did they figure that was a step or is that not a step? It's definitely a step. Definitely a definitely step. A if you step. kill cats, you're fucked up, yeah. dude. Ryan, do you have any final thoughts on that or do you want to just jump right into the next no, album? No, let's jump into the next album. The next album is... Uh, milk. Pasteurized milk. fucking loop on this one bud i don't know how the world works the universe (laughs) is a weird fucking thing but uh yeah so this This album works is called pasteurized milk it Mm -hmm. is a ep as well uh by the band slash guy bill murray not the actor spelled different but a play play on the name b-i-l-m-u-r-i and i want to just start with the artwork okay because i'm looking at it and we just finished with that it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. See, what the fuck is wrong with you? Comedy. <laughs> it's <laughs> comedy. It is comedy. But I get like going through like this this uh <laughs> this whole can I just say this guy's uh catalog of music or do I have to say this band's catalog of music? I think it's just pretty much him and he <clears throat> has like studio mus- musicians occasionally play okay. with him cuz he doesn't really tour. He did a, a couple small ones. Okay. Well, his this catalog of music has some of the, uh, I can't even say shitty because uh, they're not shitty, but God damn it. His color choice is really weird. Like strictly coming, from, a- strictly coming from an artistic point of view, it's either really artsy or it's fucking wrong. Right. And I think he's doing this on purpose. I'd like to say that he's, he is. He's super artsy because the dude knows what he's doing. But god damn it, there's just like he's using like pinks and pales <laughs> and then putting these like really harsh, not complimentary colors next to it. And it's just <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing here, bro? So I but I've been listening to Bill Murray pretty heavily for a couple years, several years. Because mm-hmm. he really I think his first album was sixteen, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw I saw he was pretty prevalent on Facebook, like he would post a lot. So I feel okay. like I kind of got to know him as much as you can. So he would post, like personally post. Personally post. Not like he as, okay. Because he, he is a producer. He was a, let me just start from the beginning. I'll do What's his What's his name? Uh, Johnny Frank. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, or Frank or Frank. It's Frank. It's spelled weird though. Okay. Two, two ends, two ends, I think, or two ends. I don't know. He was the uh, rhythm guitarist slash uh, clean vocalist from the band Attack Attack, which I never listened to. Okay. I know I of. Either. Um, but, uh, he got out of that band because he needed to get closer to God, really? um, literally left to strengthen his relationship with Jesus Christ. All right. He, well. he had dreadlocks back then. If you can picture he, this dude had dreadlocks. Yeah. Is that him on the cover of this album? Yeah, that's him. Okay. So 
he did, yeah, that's him. He did, he did another project <laughs> for a little bit that I forget the name of the band, but when he started doing Bill Murray, dude, he just you realize the dude's pretty not like tormented soul. It's not that dark, but he's a goof and he's confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know he's he's sixty percent comedy, thirty percent fucking don't know what the hell I'm doing in this world and temper and hundred percent really a great producer and musician, but. The artwork just makes sense when you follow the guy. Okay. Because you can see him evolve from this Christian rock kid who had to leave a band because he wanted to go to Jesus camp. Yeah, yeah. To realizing, like, I think I fucked up. Like, I was fed a lot. This is how I'm making assumptions. Right, okay. Fed a a bunch of lies, and now I'm trying to figure out the world without God. At the Jesus camp. After he went to Jesus camp, it all fell apart because the religious shit disappeared almost immediately after he doesn't after reference his first album or like did he do a couple albums even before these that? albums oh. so somewhere from leaving attack attack in 2010 to 2016 starting bill murray there's no more talk of jesus what got you following this guy before bill murray i didn't i went back oh went you fucking trolled this dude bad <laughs> I did, because I honestly, <laughs> his shit is fucking badass. I don't know what it is. It just talks to me. Mm-hmm. And he plays, you know, he sings, he produces, he plays guitar. I believe he even does at least the bass, if not the drums as well. So he's kind of like yeah. a do-it-all, and that, no, that's it's, a big deal for me. It's, it's great shit. I mean, just in general, not any specific album, but I've listened to a bunch of his, a bunch of this stuff too. Um, it's catchy. Yeah, and so at the shop, Brody's a pop guy. Like, Brody loves pop. Right. He's a a rap guy, but he loves pop. And this is, like, just enough pop for him to be jiving and just enough not pop for me to be jiving. (laughs) So Bill Murray's played a lot in the shop. Um, It is certainly very poppy. Almost every album does. But, But then there's... Like the most recent one in 2021, that one's a lot more poppy than yeah. Eggy Pocket or whatever. So he certainly lost me here, and I, I use the term "lost" loosely because I still like him, but he did kind of lose me on the last couple of years. And in fact, I stopped like following him on Facebook and um, just stopped pretty much listening in general. I don't think you should like give it up though i just prefer the the classics that's the sweet spot for me that's what i enjoy i still listen the to classic the, meaning like letters and to, yeah, taco and yeah, stuff like exactly. that exactly yeah like basically rich sips it was how eggy pocket eggy pocket was a mix for me in 2020 okay. that's when it started to change like more to the pop Realm. Is there and that is that when he started working with somebody else? That way, there's two people on that one. You know, and 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 that's where I, I kind of stopped following him. So I don't know. Okay. I don't really know why that happened or what changed that went that that route. But yeah, I mean, Taco and Rich Sips and uh, Solid Chub is probably. I mean, the guy put ten fucking albums out since yeah. 2016. Yeah, that's a lot. You know, and and some <clears throat> of it's redundant. I mean, there's a lot of overlap on some of his songs. The con, you know, you know me and loves and heartbreak songs. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I mean, it's there's a theme. There's he's um, I don't know when he was born. 90, I think like ninety. What? I think he's like one month. What? Oh, what you want to know his sign? Yeah. Um, Seems like a fucking Pisces. <laughs> 
I'm a Pisces. <laughs> We're emotional bitches. Yeah. So and that's fine. No, it's a it's a thing. I mean, so so pasteurized milk has it's basically like acoustic versions. This album, Pasteurized Milk, 2019, it's acoustic versions of songs that were on other albums, correct? Correct, yeah. Because A uh, Decent Cup of Coffee was on Rich Sips, right. and I think Timing was on Rich Sips, too. I can't remember. But anyway, so this is five songs, six songs, no, five songs off of other ones that he's done acoustically, kind of slowed down a little bit, and... <clears throat> To be honest, like the first time I went through this, it was like, this is one of the most calming albums I've heard in a long time, but almost to a fault. Like, it gets boring. Sometimes when you're doing the acoustic versions of things and you're, but you're writing them originally with everything else, they just don't have it, you know? And it's just too repetitive, you know what I mean? So there's, there's sometimes when I first was listening to this, it was like, oh, Okay. Okay, done that. You know, like with yeah. an acoustic song, you got to give me a little bit more instead of singing that chorus a fifth time. Right. At the end of the song, whatever. Where if it was like, if you're using an electric guitar, there's there's more beef to it. There's more like distortion happening. You, there's more, there's some feedback going on. There's something else. And the like dynamics. Filling even things. the dynamics. I mean, Dynamics, a, a.k.a. sound volume, if you will. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can build up and down more with that. Well, when it's yeah. acoustic, there's a lot less of that. Mm-hmm. And dynamics are more important but than you think. In the same in the same vein, I mean, there's, um, you know, the first song, like the, the time between 133-ish, like a minute and 30 and like two minutes and 10 seconds or two minutes and six seconds or whatever. Th- that's like a a pretty honest, I think, taste of what this song specifically has to offer. And, I mean, it it just shows his voice and the basic structure of the whole thing. I think it's awesome. I feel it in my chest I keep wondering Do you think of me Yeah, I mean, he's he's a good vocalist. And those little, like, that little background, whatever that was, like, you don't hear that as much on the other one, the other version. Um, but his voice is definitely specific. I don't feel like it's, I mean. He doesn't have a huge range. No. I mean, it's not like he's, you know, he's hitting his notes. He's not a singer first. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think, all, I think he is a... I think he's a, mu- a musician. I think he's probably a producer first. Yeah? Yeah, because I... Again, this is if you go into other albums and stuff and you listen to just his ability to do all this stuff in his basement because he does it all in his basement. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, from what I've seen and heard, that's what his specialty is. Like, he could... And I wouldn't be surprised if he's not producing other oh. albums with other bands. Cool. Because he's... he's I don't know. He's just doing it all himself, and basically, Pat loves them. I I have a you crush on him. him. I do. I do. I'm. You but with that being man. said, I do agree with what you're saying about this album. I think, in hindsight, it, it this wasn't the Bill Murray album I should have chose. I think at the time we were like, we haven't done an acoustic one. No, but I think 
it is a it's a it's a great acoustic album in the sense that I don't think acoustic albums should all be Dallas Green. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like City and Color is acoustic and it's gonna fucking be great because he writes it acoustic. Right. And he does it acoustic. <clears throat> but this is like the the regular albums are not gonna be this. So when you get an acoustic album, it's gonna be special. It's gonna be different. Right. It's gonna be like a different take on some things you already know that um are just gonna be broken down a little more simple that he's revisiting. And you know, I think that's great that he did like five songs. He didn't do a whole album. Yeah, that was like been look, too I'm much. just I'm just throwing a couple of these like these good ones out there, ones that I know people people will like and people are gonna connect to. Um I find myself connecting a lot with like a lot of the things he's saying, just like general concern or general whether it's concerns or worries or personal like shit that you're trying to go and go through in relationships or whatever, like you, you worry about dumb shit. You know what I mean? Right. And, uh, there's, he, he's singing about all that stuff. So it's not like, it's not getting super deep, but at the same time, like if I'm being objective, I would say this probably isn't much of a deeper pool than the Bayside album. But no. this pool yeah. is a lot better pool. You like this pool better? This is a much better pool. Because there's no <laughs> like, minor chords. Isn't that no, what it was? <laughs> there's no minor chords. And this fucking thing, like, the, the temperature is nice. <laughs> it flows. There's a nice breeze. We got some bistro lighting. It's just fucking oh. fitting it, man. It's all good here. Like, bass I don't want to drown in and fucking <laughs> end it. And this one, I'm like, just put it on repeat and I'll be good. Like, Give me another cigar and a drink and I'll fucking just float around in this three-foot kiddie pool for a couple couple more minutes. I'm just so happy that you made the pool reference because <laughs> this morning, I went to a nursery with my wife to get some house plants because I'm old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. And on the way, I was like, I better listen to these albums some more. And Bill like rolled her eyes and said, oh, God. <laughs> Because she assumed we were, she was just going to get some heavy ass shit. Which, more more Kubaclan. Yeah. So on I was a like, Sunday morning. You're yeah. Like, no, honey, <laughs> we're going to get flowers, boo. I'm going to put on this one. Yeah. So I play Bill Murray, and I was like, it's acoustic. And then I was talking to her, and I go, yeah. I bet Ryan makes a comment about a shallow pool. <laughs> it's as shallow as a kiddie pool. Yeah. Uh, so you know, there's and no. It, it is, but I am on board with this kiddie pool. This one, you're a little sure. bit more, and I think you yeah. can agree. And I'm going to play this. That this is one of the greatest. Uh, intros of all time. Okay. I mean, it's ridiculous, but I love it. Obviously not the best. It really is because I fucking love coffee too. And hey, that, shout that out song, to Brew House. Brew House Coffee. Check them out, brewhouse.com. Um, yeah. That was one of the first songs I heard from Bill Murray, period. The uh, full version, or the uh, yeah, the full actual, band. the full band version and everything. So it wasn't, you know, I didn't know of them until after 2009. Obviously, I've dove into them since then, because I think, wasn't it on Rich Sips? Yeah, it was on Rich Sips. And that was no, it wasn't. 18? On Rich Sips. It's not. No, I think oh. it was on Wet Milk. Dare I be wrong? Yeah. Nope, it wasn't even on Wet Milk. It's for well, just got taco. taco. Just got to go through ten albums it's on here. Taco. Okay. It's on Taco. Anyway, 
2018 is when Taco came out. Look at that. The 2018 was Taco. Then he had one, two, three before Rich Sips in 2019. It's crazy. So he was, he's just fucking in his house making music. It's yeah. great shit. There's a, and he does some of his videos, which I don't know if he's doing them or somebody's doing them, but they're in that the same style of ridiculousness that nice. his album art is. Uh, the, the one for Eggy Pocket, uh, whatever single was on that, is fucking amazingly bad. <laughs> it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, it's absolutely cranking my fucking hog. Absolutely uh, cranking my fucking hog. Find That's that video. Thing. Let's touch on that. How do you like how he's doing this? Absolutely fucking hate it. No spaces between the words, ladies and gentlemen. I had a it's panic just attack. One solid word that Caps. you have to break up. The song "A Decent Cup of Coffee." Those four or five fucking words. It's all one thing. At least he didn't cap, do all caps on that one. But like well, a, some of a, them are a, all low, lowercase too. Though it, it's outrageous, and it's I good. won't stand for it. I love it. I yeah. See, that's what I think. That's why I think he's more artsy and knows what he's doing when he's picking these weird ass colors and shit. He's just being being not what you want not what you expect you know because yeah. like the murray and friends one or eggy and po- eggy pocket that one in 2020 he's got this like really metal looking bill murray lettering it's all <laughs> yeah. fucking jaggedy and yeah. shit looks like like every metal t-shirt ass, yeah or some shit like that and there's like no, Him it's, and a it's not that yeah it's not that it's it's great but it's all like really highly <laughs> exposed photos and just whatever and that's what the video i mean the it's, video it's good that. shit i mean if he had come out and put a bunch of the regular shit on these album covers i don't think it would have done it doesn't hit the same and i like to think that he's the one doing these line drawings on all the original i i artwork th- i think he does Ninety-five percent of everything. If he does the cover of letters, that hand that he did, like it's obviously a hand with some broken glass, tried to fucking cut himself and bleed out or right. whatever. So it's, it's super extra. But <laughs> that's a fucking pretty good rendered hand. Hands are hard to fucking draw. I got to give him enough for him. If that's what you did there, bud. I I, I I didn't notice before though, and this is coming off the topic of this album. But since we're talking about Bill Murray in well, general, the, the pool's only so shallow. Did you notice the album right before that? The self-titled Bill Murray album is that same hand on a full piece of glass. Yep. And then the next one is that hand bleeding on a broken piece of glass. And then the one after that is the broken frame that the glass came from. Mm-hmm. God damn. Don't forget scar in between, which is still a reference to that hand. Yeah. Fucking a he's saying, I think he's one of those those guys where I genuinely like the music, but I feel like I like him as much, if not more. You would kiss him on the mouth. Open. <laughs> Open mouth. I have a buddy, another buddy from the military that um, was a really good, really close friend that we still are to, to this day. Uh, Jeff Hout, very close to my name. Hout. Which at one point in our friendship literally called me Hout. And I was like, no, Jeff, that's your name. I'm Hoyt. You're out. So he was a special individual. Okay. This guy kind of reminds me of him. Just huh. kind of out there, a little wacky. My buddy's yeah. from Oregon. You know how people from Oregon are? They keep it weird. So Oregon keeps it weird, that's for sure. If I were to make an association, I think it's kind of like that. Like, my buddy Jeff is a goofball. Like, this is the shit he would do. Hmm. This is how he would do it. And uh, I want to hang out with it's cool. Johnny he's, Frank. He's really, he's a goofball. He's making goofy artwork, but... When it comes down to the music, like it's it's real music. 
Yeah. It's the lyrically it's honest. And uh I don't know, like I said, it's not too crazy deep, but you don't, you don't got to be all the time. Shit. If you're you're having trouble sleeping, go go check out his other stuff, but if you're having trouble Even sleeping Even if you're having trouble sleeping, check out his other stuff. True. His stuff is groovy and good. It is. It's it's But a, this one specifically, pop a melatonin, sit in your hot tub and try not to pass out and die. You will drown. In the shallowest of hot tubs. Yeah, Pat just happened to give me the softest, <laughs> most relaxing thing we've heard to date on this podcast. Teamed up with some heavy-ass hardcore. Yeah, that just happened to... Like, next to Dallas Green, this guy's the next one that really makes me feel the feels in some kind of way. I mean, I don't I don't know what it is, and I can only assume that it's because, uh, you know... Is writing from the same kind of vibes. I think and, it's authenticity. But uh, yeah, it's it's good shit. So I, everybody that thought we just did metal here, we don't. Yeah. Next time we're gonna talk about Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> we're slowly something we're, else. We're I trying to get in the mainstream, dude. We got to get up on the podcast yeah. charts. We got to start playing music, people. I'm trying to get a Fetty Wap album in this bitch. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Now, would we... I'm going to give you a whistle, man. Yeah, yep. If we... God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> if we did like a Post Malone, would we have just like sold out if we reviewed Post Malone? Brody fucking loves Post Malone. If we do Posty, we have to have Brody on as a guest because that okay. motherfucker... We'll save that for... Loves that shit. I think I've heard that new album probably 12 fucking times and I don't even... I've, I don't even know what the album art looks like. I got no fucking idea. I have but to I've say, probably heard it 12 times through. Easy. As far as pop slash, I mean, he's just pop. I don't know how else to call him. He's hip hop, I guess. Pop. I don't like his music, but I fucking love that dude. Yeah, he's a he's one of those guys like, yeah. you definitely want to bump into. I, I will listen to his whole album because I appreciate that guy. Yeah. And I know like. He seems authentic as yeah. fuck. Yeah. He's not pretending to be anybody. No, fuck no. He's got his face tattooed with some weird shit and he walks around Walmart with a gun on his hip just for fun. And he has a want to do cowboy shit. Yeah. He, he is kind of a Utah native now, you know? Well, not a native, a Utah resident. Yeah, yeah. You know. But don't go to his house. I heard a crazy story that he got uh he was up four wheeling up mm-hmm. in like Snow Basin area and his tattoo his tattoo artist was with him, rolled his fucking four wheeler, lost four of his fingers. Or three of his fingers. The on tattoo his artist? Yeah, yep. Hopefully on Can you I wipe think with it was one like finger? On his right hand. Can you <laughs> I can write with one finger. I could do it with one finger. So you, could, be you weird. could do the gun with one. What about would you? Wouldn't you rather lose your wiping hand? You can just pinch. Oh your, yeah, dry wipe. I actually fuck out seen of a dude with one hand tattoo, and he had a nub, and his nub was the his nub. Is that what we call it? His, oh, definitely his amputated nub. arm. The they nub, prefer nub. Nubby, fucking whatever. His crippled ass nub. They like Sorry, to call y'all. cripples. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I've had too many copper cans. <laughs> anyway, the yeah, he was using the that arm to stretch the skin interesting so full-on was just like a. it wasn't the like just his arm he had like a prosthetic on of some right. sort but yeah they there's people walking around like hey i got this from the one hand tattoo artist <laughs> and, and you're like, like well that dude's famous forever now that's fucking crazy it was good tattoos too it was in st louis do you think you could do a tattoo if you lost your whole hand and you like had a thing on there and like just that held the your the right gun? like my right hand your right hand, hand, hand i used and you had like a little apparatus that goes over your, your nubbin that you have left that just is like a clamp that holds the thing. Could you do it with no finger feel? No. 
Um, no, you have no hand dexterity. It's just your nub. And I mean, I don't know because I have a hand, but <laughs> yes, I'd I'd say. I mean, as long as the tool was right, like as long as the this yeah, apparatus, good apparatus was solid, I'd figure out how to do it. God, one day we should just duct tape it to your arm and see what just happens. See what the like, just duct tape my fingers shut and then put a thing there and see if I could just do that. I got a good idea. And if the listeners want to chime in on our Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> okay, if you're willing to, yeah. and they enough people say <laughs> that you should, I will allow you to, and I will pay you for your time <laughs> to tattoo a Bill Murray tattoo on my body without with a duct taped tattoo gun, or somehow make somehow like close your hand, like tape it to my knuckles right there. Yes, and I just like do this. No fingers. You and yeah. Yeah, it's it. just like floating off right yep. there. So if you think that like Ryan should do that. What's the number? What do we got to reach? How many and they have to be authentic posts. Two people. <laughs> <laughs> two people. <laughs> two people. We don't even have two followers. And if. Wait, okay. If one person. Because it'll be Dave and then yeah. Brewhouse Coffee. That's what I was going like, to say. That's okay. what I <laughs> It has to be unique. It can't be our friends and their business pages. <laughs> And it, I almost can't be Dave or Alex, too, because they'll do it just to be <laughs> they'll dicks. They'll do it just to fuck around. Three people, then. Three people. Three solid people. Individuals. It can't be Amanda and Riley Grace as well, because that's, yeah. that's, that's, that doesn't work. Three individuals, and none of this going behind the back and saying, you got to make this post mm. so my friend gets fucking permanently disfigured. Not Dave and Alex. You guys are out. Yes. Your votes don't Three count. Three people. Three other, other people. Other people have to say, grind a Bill Murray tattoo, like probably on the neck. Probably definitely on your neck. Yeah. Definitely not on my face, neck, or hands. <laughs> but anywhere else. Like your other kneecap or your thigh. Maybe your butt cheek. <sighs> I don't see myself doing a butt cheek tattoo. Why not? Billy hits it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it on my kneecap if, that, if that's what they want. Owie. Yeah, because just straight lines. Owie. Just line that puppy out. Yeah, that's going to be hard. Kneecaps, be the hard are, <laughs> kneecaps are hard to tattoo with fingers, bro. How you am I gonna do it without fingers? That's the fucking deal. No fingers, kneecap. Jesus, pure pain. We should have never reviewed this album. Now we're in it. Now you're in it. You know the album is again a shallow pool when we just are talking about tattooing the guy's shit. It is a shallow pool, but it's a nice pool. Go. It's like a shallow jetted pool. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a With hot a good tub. temperature. It's in the middle. No, no, the hot tubs can get too intense. Too much. Too much. Except for that one. That shit is nice. It is. All right. Well, I think we pretty much covered it we all. We have beat this horse to death. Again, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient. I know this one was a little bit later than our normal uh, episode uploads. It's summer, and we have been incredibly busy. Shit happens. We warned you all that we're, yeah. we're busy people. But we're, we're still... We're super fucking important, okay? We are. Jesus. Literally, the mayor of Ogden keeps calling me right now, like it's killing me. Really? He's, that's the one that's keep ringing, ringing yeah, that's through? that's what it is. Yes. But uh, we are committed. We'll be back next week. We got some bangers. We do. We got some, some more good ones that if they're not on your list, they need to be on your list. So, so tune, tune in. in. And remember that... Don't take it serious. We're just a couple... Assholes in headphones? Yeah, yep. Peace.